Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to WGWG.org. My name is Stephanie Flores Fuentes. Welcome to Insert Subject Here, or ISH, as I like to call it. ISH is a segment in this radio that covers popular news subjects and takes a closer look at the data in regards to said subjects. Today, we'll be talking about Pokemon and Nintendo. So let's listen to some music before we get to the details. Glad to have you back, listeners. By next week, there will be another release of yet another highly anticipated Pokemon game duo, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. But before that, let's back up like a lot of bit. How did Pokemon and in conjunction Nintendo get here? Well, let's do some background into each of these companies to further understand this issue. Although they are well known for their consoles, Nintendo actually started off as a company for handmade playing cards. Nintendo was funded in 1889, which I must admit kind of sounds fake, but I assure you they were kicking back then. The company was founded by Fusajiro Yamauchi, and at first, it was in the market for making Hanafuda cards, which are flower cards. These flower cards are of a game which correspond to each month of a year, and each card is appointed a different meaning and points for the playing of each card during the game. The game grew in popularity with lower economic classes of Japan, and for the next approximately 60-odd years, they were smooth sailing. And even towards the end of this time period, they began to mass-produce plastic cards. It was also around this time that the company was officially named Yamauchi Nintendo & Co. And then it was later named plainly Nintendo Playing Card Company. But then, their world was rocketed when in the late 1950s, they acquired a license that allowed them to print Disney characters on their cards, which made them very popular with the younger generation. The next few decades were brought in the horizons of the company with future advancements. Although they made investments in several markets in the 1960s, all of them kind of fell through. And interestingly enough, they even tried to have a hand in a taxi service. Although their investment in laser clay shooter systems, which were later used in arcades, fell through, the toy company entered a new path that they would speed through. In 1975, in cooperation with Mitsubishi Electric, Nintendo developed a video game system using an electronic video recording player for Japan. In 1985, Shigeru Miyamoto, an artist of the Nintendo company, created the game Donkey Kong. And that's all they really needed to up their game. Nintendo started with coin games, but then also broadened their horizon with gaming systems. As a company grew for more innovations and even their idea for a portable gaming system, there is literally no stopping them. Originally named the Famicom system, as shorthand for the family computer, the Nintendo Entertainment System, or NES, took the market by storm. As the years went on, they came up with hit after hit, like the Nintendo 64, the Game Boy Color, and on February 26, 1996, Pokemon was released, which became an absolute sensation. Which is where we drop off into the second part of this podcast, but before then, let's pause to listen to some music. Welcome back, listeners. While Nintendo started off as a card company, Game Freak, the makers of Pokemon games, was also in the print business. At the start, Game Freak was a video game magazine by Satoshi Tajiri and Ken Sujimori, 
The magazine wasn't a giant enterprise. Rather, it was a magazine that was self-published by the two. Tajiri wrote for the magazine, while Sujimori took care of the art. The duo went on in this path for a few years before on April 26, 1989, they were able to jumpstart their game-making company with the same name as the magazine. A big reason for this change-up was because Nintendo told the two that it couldn't do business with them as freelancers or individuals. They had to be a corporation. Game Freak's first game was Quincy, or Mendel Palace, which was a puzzle game. At the time, the NES technology was still new, and although the two didn't have any formal game development training, they kept at it. It wasn't until their third game that Game Freak started business with Nintendo. After their 1991 game, Yoshi, their relations became sealed and the two would later become synonymous. From 1991 to 1997, Game Freak worked on releases for Nintendo, but at the same time they worked with different gaming systems, trying to find what medium would be best for their creations. However, in 1996, with the release of Pokemon Red and Blue for the Game Boy system, it was pretty much all she wrote for both companies, and truth be told, at first, the games were called Pocket Monsters, which was quickly changed to the name that we know today. Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue both did insanely well in the market, selling millions of copies in Japan and in the US market. And as a side note, the first Pokemon anime titled Pokemon I Choose You was released in Japan in April of 1997, and it was later released with some censoring in America in September of 1998. And now we're looking at about 35 Pokemon games developed by Game Freak so far. Well, it will be that number on November 15th of 2019 with the release of Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. What started off as two employees has turned into a fine-tuned team of approximately 143 employees as of 2018. According to a post-E3 release by GameStop, as of June 2019, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield came in second of the most pre-ordered games of 2019. Call of Duty Modern Warfare was first, and Final Fantasy VII Remake came in third. And I must confess, I am also one of the pre-order holders for the game. Coincidentally, the game comes a few days before my birthday, so I can't wait to dive into the new game with a company that I've been following since I was a child. And although it is nostalgia for me, it is a present for many younger audiences of this day and age. This has been Insert Subject Here. If you have any questions or comments, please send an email to info at wgwg.org. My name is Stephanie Flores Fuentes. Thank you for listening.